Welcome to the Relationship Diversity Podcast, where we celebrate, question, and explore all aspects of relationship structure diversity, from soloamory to monogamy to polyamory and everything in between, because every relationship is as unique as you are. We'll bust through societal programming to break open and dissect everything we thought we knew about relationships, to ask the challenging but transformational questions, who am I and what do I really want in my relationships? I'm your guide, Carrie Jaroslow, best-selling author, speaker, intuitive, and coach. Join me as we reimagine all that our most intimate relationships can become. In my early 20s, I spent a lot of time by myself. I had a great career as a casting director for a thriving show, and I lived in a small but sweet studio on the Upper West Side in New York City. I had many friends who I would go to local piano bars with and had a lot of time and space to explore my interests. I felt free and independent, something I had wanted for most of my young life. One could say I was in the structure of solo amory, and yes, from the outside, that was what it appeared. Internally, this was going on. I wanted someone to come home to. I didn't want to be alone. I cried myself to sleep many nights because I never thought I would find love. I was terrified to be alone, but I was also terrified to be with someone. I was terrified that if I did find someone, he would leave me, like all the others. And even though I was scared to be alone, ultimately it was safer than getting my heart broken. These thoughts were based in fear. I let the fear guide my actions without looking under the fear for the core wounds. And this is true for so many of us. We unconsciously let fear be in the driver's seat, making all the choices about how to be in relationship with ourselves and others. I don't think fear is a bad thing, if it's conscious. Fear is actually an amazing indicator that something is stirring deep within us and that something is wanting to be seen. When we learn to use the fear from awareness, the shifts that can come from it can be pretty amazing. But when the fear is unconscious, when we are unaware of the fear and act from that state without understanding its deeper message, this is when it has power over us. This is when we let our past wounds control our present moment. This is when our relationships, regardless of what structure we are in, suffer. These are the times when we say, this isn't working. In other words, it's not the structure, it's who we are within the structure. Today, I'll be talking about the wounded expression versus the healed, or as I like to say, the truth expression of each relationship structure. But before I get into it, I do want to say that after 30 years of doing deep internal work, I have found that our healing journey or our path back to our true selves is never linear. It's filled with twists, turns, ups and downs, clarity and confusion. It is deeply personal and unique. 
This is important because for clarity's sake, I'm going to be identifying the wounded extreme expression and the healed extreme expression. The truth is really the journey that's traveled between the ends of the spectrum and the openness to stay on the path. From the last episode, we identified the following structures. Solo amory, which is the main intimate relationship I have is with myself. Monogamy, the intimate relationship is with one other person. Open relationship, I can have sexual experiences outside of my main intimate relationship if it is consensual between my partner and me. And polyamory, I have multiple loving intimate relationships and everyone has full knowledge of each other and gives consent. Now, both of the open relationships and polyamory are part of a bigger umbrella that is ethical non-monogamy or consensual non-monogamy. So let's start with soloamory. The wounded expression could look like this. I'm scared to be with someone else. I'm scared to be hurt. I'm safer on my own. I'm better than any, everyone else. And or no one is good enough for me. This was where I lived for most of my single life before my first marriage. After my divorce and after my deep healing work, I had a period where it shifted to the empowered expression, which could look like this. I've come to the awareness that I'm happiest being on my being my own soulmate. I love being by myself because I know what I want and I love to have the full autonomy to live my own life. I feel fulfilled with my other non-intimate relationships and want to continually focus on my self-evolution while being on my own. This is where I got to after my healing work. I still had casual connection, time with others, but I was happiest on my own. And it was short-lived, only about six months, but I reveled in my life. I was truly in love with being on my own. Now let's move to monogamy. A wounded expression of monogamy could be this. Monogamy is all I know. I'm unhappy, but don't know what to do about it. I must fulfill my role in the partnership. I don't know myself without my partner. My partnership is filled with expectations and obligations. Safety is more important than knowing myself. Now, I've had the experience in the past, and I've had clients who, even though interested in exploring a different relationship structure, stayed in a monogamous structure because of the fear of what could happen. I'm not downplaying those fears. There's something to bring awareness to, and there are times where the fear can be the motivator for a chosen for the chosen actions. There are also those times where the fear of evolution and change can hold you back from experiencing an even more fulfilling experience. So the healed perspective of monogamy could look like this. I feel fulfilled and happy in my partnership. It nurtures me and I can evolve from a place of security and united vision. We share mutual respect, 
love, compassion, and understanding. And we communicate from this space. So when both people feel that they have done their healing work, are bringing consciousness into their union, and are able to grow and evolve within their relationship, monogamy can be a very fulfilling journey. Okay, now on to open relationship structure. The wounded perspective of this could look like something isn't working and we want the permission to seek it outside of the relationship without talking about it first. My other experiences are distractions and used as avoidance to what is going on within me and with me and with my partner. This can be similar to the belief that a child will miraculously fix dysfunction in a relationship. If the primary relationship is rooted in past pain, has dysfunctional communication and interactions, opening up a relationship will be like hammering the nail in the coffin. It will highlight everything that isn't working, and the mind will use all the new relationship energy, that excitement of a different, newer experience, and the joy to emphasize all that isn't working in the primary relationship. Now, the healed expression of an open relationship could look like this. This is an experience I want to explore. I've discussed this with my partner and we are in agreement. We communicate our needs and boundaries openly. We agree that this is part of our evolution personally and as a couple. We agree to continually check in and discuss how it is working for us. When both people in a relationship are committed to doing their own healing work, their own internal questioning, and more than anything are committed to open, compassionate communication, they are more equipped for all the emotions that come up with this structure. They can talk vulnerably about their feelings and express their needs. When they get triggered, they have the commitment to go inward to understand why. They don't need to be fully healed. This is important to note. They just need to have that desire and agreement to do the work. And finally, polyamory. A wounded expression of polyamory could look like this. I get to have sex with lots of different people without investing in the heart-to-heart connection. Being with many people keeps me safe by creating an internal distance with all of them and with myself. I'm unconscious in the ways I relate to my intimate partners. This coming out in this comes out in hiding and my disrespectful or unclear communication and expectations. I don't want to hurt my partner or deal with a difficult conversation, so I'll just not say anything. Now, there's a lot in what I just said. First, when you avoid yourself and find your only fulfillment in others, polyamory can become more like a drug. You always want the pleasure fix, and it's only outside of yourself that you can find it. Second, if you or any of your partners are not committed to compassionate, open communication, polyamory will not work. Because I said before, communication is that 
is the absolute key. Polyamory is not a fix for a wounded relationship. It will only blow up what's not working. So on the other side of that is the healed expression of a polyamorous relationship. It could look like this. I feel the desire and ability to love more than one person. I feel love is infinite. Communication is very important to me, and I'm committed to continually growing in this area. I feel that one person cannot be my everything. I cannot be that for another person. I enjoy expressing myself in different ways with different people. Now, here is where polyamory can be an incredibly fulfilling experience. The experience to love deeply and intimately more than one person is expansive. And if you are one of those people who enjoy the process of diving deeper into yourself, stretching yourself emotionally, exploring ideas like jealousy, direct communication, self-growth, and evolution, then this structure could be very nourishing. Now it's your turn. Look at one of your current and past relationships and ask yourself these questions. What are my relationship wounds? Where and how are my wounds being expressed? What is my truth that's come through introspection and or healing? Where and how is my truth being expressed? What am I wanting or what do I gravitate towards in terms of relationship structure? Which expression is this desire coming from, wounded or healed? Am I unconscious in my relationship? Am I just operating without thinking or doing what I think I'm supposed to do? Or am I really choosing what I want? These questions take a lot of courage to answer honestly. I know because I've been there. It can be scary and you could feel alone. But I'm reaching through this podcast to you to let you know that this space, this discussion is filled with acceptance. This place is here for you. Thank you for having the courage to listen and ask these questions. They have the potential to unlock a whole new world for you. Because the gold in relationship diversity is found in between these four basic structures. More on that in the next episode. Stay tuned and stay curious. Thank you for listening to the Relationship Diversity Podcast. Want to learn more about relationship diversity? I've got a free guide I'd love to send you. Go to www.relationshipdiversitypodcast.com to get your sent right to you. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe to the podcast. You being here and participating in the conversation about relationship diversity is what helps us create a space of inclusivity and acceptance together. The more comfortable and normal it is to acknowledge the vast and varied relating we all do, the faster we'll shift to a paradigm of conscious, intentional, and diverse relationships. New episodes are released every Tuesday and Thursday. Stay connected with me through my website, carriejaroslow.com, 
Instagram, and TikTok. Stay curious. Every relationship is as unique as you are. Are you wondering why you never seem to find lasting fulfillment in your relationships? Or do you create the same kinds of relationship experiences over and over again? Can you never seem to find even one person who you want to explore a relationship with? Have you just given up hope altogether? If this sounds like you, my recent book, Why Do They Always Break Up With Me, is the perfect place to start. The foundation of any relationship, whether intimate or not, is the relationship we have with ourselves. In the book, I lead you through eight clear steps to start or continue your self-exploration journey. You'll learn about the importance of self-acceptance, gratitude, belief shifting, and forgiveness, and given exercises to experience these life-changing concepts. This is the process I use to shift my relationships from continual heartbreak to what they are now, fulfilling, soul-nourishing, compassionate, and loving. It is possible for you. This book can set you on a path to get there. Currently available through Amazon or through the link in the show notes.